Oh, baby, baby. Hello, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. It's called Stop the Internet Podcast, honey. My name is Nicole Minaj. Oh, Nicole. <laughs> I'm Brittany. But I don't curse, so I'm Brittany. Blank space. Blank space, baby. Happy October. Woo! Spooky season. It's Halloween season, and because it's only the first week of October, I felt like this outfit fit. Rebecca actually had the idea for the Britney, and then I was like, well, if you're doing Britney, I might as well be Miss Queen (laughs) Nikki. It only makes sense. Yes. After all. I want to give a disclaimer. I am not like Nicki Minaj's biggest fan when it comes to music. Like, I don't know every song on every album, mm-hmm. but her like top 10 hits, Slap, Super Bass, Super Freaky Girl, like all the ones that everyone knows. I love all those songs. And I think Nicki Minaj is like the funniest person. Like, yeah. her pop culture moments just send me every single time. I think she's so freaking funny. When she's <laughs> so yelling at funny. the dinosaur, I think it was at the VMAs. When she's on live streaming and she's reading the comments i love her and her relationship with taylor swift at the vmas this year when taylor got on stage after nikki announced her and she was like that's my favorite gemini right there sagittarius the the friendship and the support also sorry i'm going on a tangent right now a few years ago when nikki minaj tweeted about do you remember this scandal nikki minaj tweeted something along the lines of like yeah it's easy to win awards when you're a skinny girl or something like that yeah i don't remember but it was along the lines of that okay and taylor thought the tweet was about her i guess she won an award that night yeah and that was at the time when everyone was calling taylor like commenting on her body i guess and just how she's skinny and she has all these skinny friends Mm -hmm. and taylor tweeted at nikki and was like not sure why you wrote this like all i've ever done is love you and support you or something like that Mm -hmm. and nikki tweeted back and was like that wasn't about you babe like i never said your name And then Taylor commented back, like tweeted back at her and was like, sorry, like I misunderstood and I misspoke and it wasn't my place or something like that. Like, I'm sorry. And then they they kept going. And I was like, you guys, this is a good example of two women who like that could have. I feel like if if they wanted to keep the drama going, like they could have just had a feud forever. For sure. Because of that stupid little thing. Yeah. But then Taylor's just like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and now they moved on. That's her favorite friends. Sagittarius I, right there. I love them as a duo. I love them. I love it. Nikki, I, you guys, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the clip with the dinosaur, there's like a dinosaur behind her in a crowd at an award show. And she's like, F you, you stupid dinosaur. This damn dinosaur have been running my nerves all night. And it's so funny. I just love her. There and then, are so many good interview clips of her oh where God. she's like so spaced out or like not in the <laughs> mood or like being kind of sassy. Wait, when the little girl, there's a clip of her and the little girl is interviewing her and she's like, can I ask you one more question? And Nikki says something like, no, or like, I, I don't even know. She like kind of like humbles this like seven year old girl and she's like, you need to know when to stop or like something like that. And I was just like you're savage like you don't care it's just, but yeah. she wasn't mean she wasn't yeah. being mean to her she just was like so keeps real. It real yeah she ca- yes yeah. she keeps it real like on the vmas this year when she was like shut the mm up <laughs> she like <laughs> looked to the side she's like shut the mm. <laughs> yes 
Oh my god! And of course, of course, when she says, "Now back to this bitch that had a lot to say about me in the press the other day," Miley was good. And why can I also quote Miley? Nikki, we all do interviews. We all know how the media twists shit. Congratulations. That's verbatim. <laughs> She's so awkward. See, I love. I've watched so many Nicki Minaj clips. Like I could literally quote them. <laughs> Just all of them. Okay. Sorry. And now back to this bitch you have to say about me in the press this week. Miley, what's good? good. I just love her. I literally love her, and I hope I get to meet her one day. It's the way that she turned from this to this bitch. I know, and she, the pause. I know. Like, no one knew what was coming. She's, I just love her. I just love her. Okay. Love. Talk about your outfit now for 15 minutes. No, I actually (laughs) have a similar thing where I don't love Britney, to be honest. I didn't really grow up listening to her. I, I don't know what I grew up listening to. <laughs> oh, Hilary Duff, um, Ashley Simpson. Oh, my God. I went through such a phase with Ashley Simpson. Wait, didn't she only have one album? I think so. <laughs> Amazing. Did you stand through her through her SNL no, thing? No. Okay. I think I was too young to even know what SNL was. Yeah. Like, I just went to the store and got the CD and, like, thought I was so cool. Lindsay Lohan. Um, I guess I was really here for, like, the one-off pop stars. Like, yeah. Lindsay only had one album do but anyway my point is that i didn't listen to britney so i'm a bit of a fraud okay but i can appreciate the pop culture moment yeah that she gave us i loved britney spears growing up and the I... red one the red latex oh, one. Oh, that's everything everything and the pink i just she's she's just everything yeah. do you remember when like burger king and mcdonald's gave out toys or they probably still do yeah toys and yeah. like the kids meal I remember one of them was a CD mm. with a few NSYNC songs and a few Britney Spears songs. Oh I'm pretty sure the CD came from Burger King wow. or McDonald's. And we listened. My parents, like, we grew up, like, we listened to their music. We didn't listen to, like, yeah. in Philly, it was called 96.5, Wired yeah. 96.5 and Q102. Like, we did not listen to those in the car. My dad listened to yeah. his radio stations. So when we were allowed to, not that we were, like, not that in like in, in a mean way. I just think that they thought a lot of the music was kind of like dirty or like too old for us. Yeah. Anyway, I get that. I'm thankful for that now because now I know like all the classic rock and stuff. But anyway, we listened to that CD a lot. Mm-hmm. And even my dad knew the words. And I remember he would drive my cousins around and he would be singing like in sync and Britney Spears and all my cousins thought it was so funny. That CD slapped. Yeah. Britney's just, Britney's queen. She's an icon. Yeah, yeah, she really is. I just only really know, like, her top probably, like, seven songs. Do you know Toxic? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't don't fear. Do you know Do Not, not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman? Yeah, but, like, the chorus only. So good. And Lucky. Can you sing that? She's so lucky. Mm-mm-mm. She's a star, but she uh, cry, cry, cries in a okay. lonely heart thinking yeah. if there's nothing missing in my life then. And then it, that's the song where she has the titanic and she's like it's like the titanic song or mm. not the not song mm. question mark so far off <laughs> they reference titanic because he's like i got before you go i got something for you and it's like in the music video but it's actually on the track of the song too oh and then she's like but wait isn't this and he goes yeah and she's like but i thought the old lady threw it in the ocean at the end like the necklace the necklace and he goes well baby i went down and got it for you oh you shouldn't have oh wait that's totally not that song 
I think that's oops I did it again <laughs> either way I don't know I'm, it I'm having a realization while I'm giving the story and everything I just said was wrong lucky is the one where they're like standing outside the arena here she comes oh my god it's lucky and then mm. everyone cheers and that's literally in the song and then that other one I was talking about is in oops I did it again because then when she says oh you shouldn't have then it goes oops I did it again to your heart is this outfit from that that's from baby one more time I'm pretty sure yes okay I knew yeah that. I knew pretty that. sure don't trust that. me after what I just said <laughs> but I'm trying to I'm trying to fix what my my facts as I go I'm yeah. thinking all out here I'm so sorry about that I Brittany like I apologize her, um, newer newer stuff like uh uh I wanna go uh oh all the way wait am I a Britney stan <laughs> I think you are. I am you're I culturing have... me do you want to switch outfits real quick because actually i'm a i am a nikki b-side tracks girly let's wait i kind of love this for us we're like we're swatching yeah oh my god that would be iconic wow wait i love this for you okay so what's the best Nicki minaj song that i probably don't know then if you are a Nicki fan i'm so sorry for what i'm about am to i say. a Nicki fan but <laughs> that's another meme do you know sorry. big daddy no <laughs> i'm obsessed with that song i don't know it i'll be listening though can you make me a playlist yes okay i'll make you a britney playlist <gasps> okay Yes, I love it. I also love The Night is Still Young. I mean, oh my God, can't so go wrong good. And when classics. Taylor Swift came out and sung that with her, every, everything iconic. I hate when people say, like, oh, if you only like the lead singles, like, you're not a real fan. And I'm like, well, there's a reason they're singles. Okay. Yeah. That's not true for every artist. But I will say, like, if you say you're top 10 songs includes like three or four lead singles of an artist I think you're still like a hardcore fan yeah I kind of feel that way about older bands Mm -hmm. so Fleetwood Mac was a good example of that I saw them live when I was in high school with my parents and at the time I didn't know like and I still don't but every single song in their set list like I don't know it but the ones that I do know are my favorite songs just like of all time yeah so I'm like, I still kind of considered them one of my favorite bands, even though I only knew like the popular, like yeah. what, what would have ended up on like a greatest hits album mm-hmm. or what is on their greatest hits album. Those are the songs I know, but those are my favorites. They're so good. Yeah. So I'm like, can I still say that they're my favorite band? Well, right. I don't I don't like actively say that, but no, right. I'm with you, though. So I think yeah. that if someone has like five songs that are your top five favorite songs of all time. I feel like you could you could say you're a big fan of them. Yeah. Also, just wanted to settle that. I feel like settle we're getting lot. to the point where, like, because of Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. we're getting to the point where it's no longer a contest. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I still get that vibe from certain people sometimes when they talk about, like, Taylor Swift especially. It's like, at this point, we're all her number one fan. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't yeah. like her more than... Yeah. 10 million other girls like right we're all on the same level it's not yeah. a contest you know yeah and i feel like that's the same with like when i was in high school the gatekeeping on fandoms was insane yeah like, i remember specifically direction. one direction made people crazy there I right said it. and i feel like if you liked one song and you were like yeah i like them they'd be like well you don't know the birthday <laughs> and the hospital that each member was born in so you're not a fan i wasn't that bad <laughs> But I was pretty bad. <laughs> you know that like iconic like video of the girls talking about Justin Bieber's birth and they're like, no, he was born on March 22nd, <laughs> like at 343 on a Tuesday. And that's in I don't know what his birthday is. It's yeah. definitely in March, though. Yeah, it is. I think. And that video is in his documentary. Never say never. 
Mm. I feel like I'm talking about pop culture too much and I'm giving myself away. <laughs> no, I love talking about pop culture. <laughs> Let's too. go all night. We should do like a special, we should do the podcast as it is, but then we should also have like a pop culture corner Yeah, where we talk about pop culture because I think it's so entertaining. Same. I'm so in on it all the time. And like, people that think it's yeah. stupid, it's like Touch you, you're <laughs> entitled to think it's stupid, but like there's a reason why so many people find it interesting Yeah, because it's entertaining. And you're allowed to like things that are just lighthearted it's nothing yes. too serious you yes. know it doesn't have to be politics and religion all the time philosophy so like i can philosophize about taylor swift and Travis kelsey okay <laughs> that counts <laughs> also like espn and nfl posting about taylor swift at the game and then everyone's like why does this matter it's like it doesn't but like at the same time nothing matters mm-hmm. so that means that everything matters that is philosophy <laughs> Yeah, we just cracked the code. Shit, you heard it here. Yeah, I Thank agree. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it's just some good, light fun. Yeah, it's like watching the not even like the cheerleader, but like I don't kind of like the most popular girl at school in a in a movie, maybe not like in real life, but like you know, like One Tree Hill or like Friday Night Lights, like Taylor and Travis, like. I don't know. It's so just like innocent high school vibes. It's just like also interesting from a marketing perspective because she is the kind of person that she's only seen if she wants to be seen and who she's seen with is so like prolific that at this point she knows that whoever she's seen with is going to be talked about in the news. So the fact that she's so openly and so soon being seen with him in such a public way, like I know that is shocking from a marketing perspective Yeah, as well, which is just interesting to me. I think she's really in her free, I don't free give bird. it aff, I'd gaff era. <laughs> like she was for so long in a relationship where it was very private and maybe it worked for that relationship. Mm-hmm. But now I could imagine her just being like, I just want to like have a crush and live like a normal person would with a crush that's so cute (laughs) that's kind of like the perspective i think a lot of people have on this like she's just like why not just go to the game that the guy invited her to you know cute frick it i'm gonna let you drink it okay (laughs) (laughs) i am very interested to see where it goes though me too people are a little crazy on tiktok being like i think this is her husband like (laughs) this is end game i'm like you don't know them like just touch grass for a sec you don't know these people you see one picture and you're like this is the one for her <laughs> like okay what are we doing here you're like why do you think this matters <laughs> in the comment section yeah. there's like being invested and having fun versus like it's a different type of person to be on tiktok like all caps in the comments crying emoji crying emoji i'm so proud of her she's in a healthy relationship <laughs> i'm like jesus christ <laughs> yeah that's that parasocial relationship coming yeah. out of the woodworks where people think that they know celebrities. And I definitely was the, I don't want to say victim, because <laughs> I'm a victim. Um, I have fallen into the traps of parasocial relationships in the past. Okay. I feel like this is a good transition mm. into our topic, which is going to be stories that I'm like yeah I agree but I also disagree and I'm on the fence Mm -hmm. and I really don't know and usually what we say we're always correct Mm -hmm. (laughs) so today are we going to be wrong for the first time I don't know stay tuned possibly (laughs) 
But that's a good example of like, I get why people care so much. And also it's probably just entertaining, like to talk about it, to make videos about it, to like think about all the ways that his life or her life relates to like random lyrics in her songs. And they're like, oh my God, but this relates and this relates. Like that's fun. It's entertaining. But it does get to a point where it's like, if that's genuinely affecting your emotions, like maybe not. I don't know. I just saw a clip today of a guy like screaming on a podcast and it was on TikTok and someone else stitched it. I also have been realizing while editing how much I talk with my hands. Oh. Like it's a lot. It's okay. This guy was like, (laughs) Taylor Swift putting Travis on a map? Like no way. And like the only response is there's not one person who has heard of Travis Kelsey that has not heard of Taylor Swift. When there's probably 300 million people that have heard of Taylor Swift that have not heard of Travis Kelsey. Not hating on him because he's a star too in his own right. But right. if we're talking fame and success, yeah, he probably hit his peak and she's still like, well, no, I don't want to say he hit his peak because whatever. I don't want to be mean. But like if it's really making you that mad that yeah. people are saying that she put him on the map, like, I know. OK, those are funny, break. though. Relax. Like, it's OK. I guess in a man's world who likes football, <laughs> though, to them, it's like they can't possibly fathom like I know people not knowing Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that's a, I guess that's a good point. I just found out about him like five months. I wouldn't know about him if he wasn't an Eagles player's brother. Yeah. You know, like, I don't follow teams, really, other than the Eagles. Yeah. And then there's a few, like, standout players that you know, just, like, in golfing, it's Tiger Woods. In swimming, it's Michael Phelps. Like, in football, I would think it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, and, like, people like that. Like, I wouldn't think it's... Jason or Travis Kelsey. I know. Maybe it's gonna be like, yeah, now it is. Yeah. Now it is. And like Joe Burrow, same kind of level. Yeah, but he's like new compared to all the other people. Yeah. Like just compared to like, you know, all the other people that have been in the game for seven million years. I know Braxton Berrios now. (laughs) Yes. I saw a TikTok that was like, yeah, I'm a football girly. I know that this is Travis Kelsey. He's dating Taylor Swift. This is Braxton Berrios. He's dating Alex Earl. And then I don't even know some other people that were dating popular women. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, should we transition into our topic? Yeah. Let's get into it. By the way, happy Halloween. I may have to take the glasses off. Do you feel like the glasses make the look, though? No. But I feel like your point was made. Okay. You know? Yeah. Oh, my God. It is so bright in here. I almost forgot that I was wearing them because they're very comfortable sunglasses. Can I try them on? Yeah. (gasps) You can wear them. Now back to this. (laughs) Oh, I'm a whole new woman. Wait, you look so good in them. Oh, my God. Thanks. I love it. I love it. I love when Kelly gives me compliments. It feels just like so like, I don't know, different. (laughs) Because you're so cool. Like you're an it girl. I'm like, wait, the it girl thinks I'm cool. (laughs) Yup, she does. Excellent. As I'm wearing leggings underneath (laughs) of my Halloween costume, like a child whose mother did not let them go out in the cold in the Halloween costume. World domination. (laughs) Us. Wow, that was the greatest compliment I've ever received. (laughs) No, me. (laughs) From wannabe to it girl. Not my words. (laughs) This is a good first story. 
Okay. I surprised my girlfriend with Taylor Swift tickets. She wanted to bring her friend instead. Oh. Okay, so once again, to reiterate our theme, these are stories that I'm like, I agree with you, but I also disagree with you. Like, I don't know the answer. Yeah. So. Huh, okay. I'm really on the fence about this, I think, just from the title. Hmm. Me and my girlfriend, both 26, have been dating for three years now. My girlfriend is a huge Taylor Swift fan and was really excited when she found out Taylor would be performing at MetLife Stadium right near us. I decided to surprise her with Taylor Swift concert tickets since I knew she really wanted to go. I called in sick the day the tickets dropped and waited in the Ticketmaster queue for two hours. That is not to hate. That's not even that long. That's light work. (laughs) He got lucky. When it finally opened up, I bought two seats for $400 each, presumably one for her and another for me. When she came back from work that night, I surprised her with the tickets and she was ecstatic. However, when I claimed I was excited to go with her, she got very confused (laughs) and claimed she thought the two tickets were for her and her best friend, who is also a big Taylor Swift fan. I was very disappointed since I believed that this would be an experience we could do together and it would be something we would remember for the rest of our lives. Wait, I'm getting sad now. Yeah. (laughs) Wait. Maybe I maybe I am on their side. My girlfriend could tell I was upset and said she would be happy to go with me instead. I told her she should go with whoever she wanted to go with more and to not go with me just because it was what I had planned. After hearing this, my girlfriend immediately called her friend and told her that they were going to the Taylor Swift concert together. <laughs> Ouch. I told my girlfriend that if her friend wanted to go with her, she had to pay the $400 for the ticket and her friend agreed to. While my girlfriend and her friend went together and both had a great time, I felt betrayed since she chose her over me. While I know my girlfriend's best friend is a much bigger Taylor Swift fan than me, I was still excited to go since I've never been to a concert before. I feel like I listened to some of Taylor Swift. I'm getting sad now. Never once. (laughs) I feel bad. And I like to listen to some of Taylor Swift's songs. Like I said before, I also believed this would be a memory we could both remember together. Should I have done things differently and not given up my tickets so willingly? Probably. That was my first thought. Like, you should have slept on it, both of you, before being like immediate decision made, immediate phone call to the friend. It's all just, it just like happens so fast. And you, once you tell the friend, you can't take that back, you know? You can't right. be like JK that in front of them. No, and then take it away because now someone else is involved. More feelings are hurt. Oof. This is so sad because I see both sides. Yeah, because me too. there is a difference between going to a Taylor Swift concert with someone who's as big of a fan as you. Yeah, and that or just any concert mm-hmm. in general. Like if it's your number one and you're going to be like freaking out and you know every word to every song, experiencing that with someone that's on the same level as you is so much different than bringing along someone who you still love them and they're so much fun but they only know a few of the top hits yeah so i get why she would want to take her best friend and it's also hard because it's like he said to her don't just go with me because i had that planned go with who you want to go with more Mm -hmm. and then she didn't pick him and it's like did you mean that like i feel like he's not even secretly he outwardly wanted to go with her so he was hoping that it would be him that she wanted to go with more but like it was clear who she wanted to go with more so he probably shouldn't have said that if he really like i feel like if he really really wanted to go he should have just been like, I know that you probably want to go with your best friend more, but this is really something I want to do together. Yeah, he was trying to be so nice and courteous, but like sometimes you just, you got to go after what you want. I know. And don't be so nice next time. Is the advice here. <laughs> I feel really bad because 
Uh, to not get chosen like that by a girlfriend, that does suck. I but know, then but... at the same time, I do feel like there are so many things that you can do as a couple that you look back on and you're like, I'm so glad I got to do that with my partner. And then there's so many things in life that you're like, I want to do that with my best friend. Yeah. And I feel like a Taylor Swift concert is like a friend vibe, at least yeah. for me. And I feel like for many other people, especially this concert. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, Eras was a different level. Yeah. You just had to be there with the girlies, with the people that, like you said, are going to be screaming all the songs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that a boyfriend is necessarily the vibe, unfortunately. <laughs> but Beyonce toured this summer, Drake toured this summer, Noah Khan. Is that how you say his name? I think so. So he should have, they should have picked another one. Yeah. There were many options. I wonder also how he presented her with the tickets. Like, was he like, I got us two tickets. Yeah. Or did he say, hey, babe, I did this for you. Here's two tickets. Because if he said it like that, I feel like, okay, this is like a weird line because I feel like there's certain situations where you secretly want something and you like expect it to happen. But you kind of just have to be honest and tell people what you want. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes it could seem mean or like demanding. I just think a lot of times people don't say what they truly want. Yeah. In fear of being like too much or annoying or just like rude. Right. But actually telling people what you want in a kind and open way is only going to benefit you and probably everyone around you. Yeah. And I feel like a good example of that is when you're sitting in a group and people are like, where do we want to go next? Or where do we want to get dinner tonight? If you're in your mind like, I want Mexican food. I'm in the mood for Mexican food. Yeah. Probably the best thing there would to be like, I really want Mexican if anyone else is in the mood. And that would that like helps people. Yeah. And then you don't have to sit there and be like, damn, I wish I freaking said Mexican because now we're eating pizza. Or sushi. <laughs> sushi. Yeah, Rebecca's been a sushi if hater you know, you know. recently. But like, I don't know. I just feel like people can't read your mind. And th- this is something that I feel like I've learned in so many situations the hard way. Yeah. When I don't communicate what I'm thinking or feeling and then I form internalized resentment and then I'm like mean to that person later. Yeah. Or like oh. I snap at that person and later and it's like yeah. they don't know what you're thinking like your partner your boyfriend your girlfriend they can't read your mind so if you're sitting there like that that's so freaking annoying like yeah okay mm-hmm. like you got to tell them i was so like that a couple years ago oh me too and i've really tried to be better because yes. it's so annoying yeah to be on the receiving end of people who are like that because you can like pick up on when someone is just feeling a little resenty oh my god i am like such a what What's the word for like the opposite of a victim? I'm like the not a criminal, but like <laughs> perpetrator. Perpetrator. Perhaps. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. A burglar. That sounds so intense, though. I'm a perpetrator <laughs> of holding You're my a trailblazer. <laughs> trailblazer. No, it's one of my toxic traits. She's an I'm it girl to... and a trailblazer. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to get over this habit of not talking about things when, especially when I'm upset, and then forming internalized resentment, and then having that come out later through, like, silence or, like, just, like, snappy comments. I did that in my first relationship Mm -hmm. so much, and I would just, like, assume that someone could read my mind. Like, I would never, not never, but, like, I would rarely talk about something that annoyed me, and I would just, like, it would eat away at me inside, and now I'm like, okay, if something annoys me, I'm going to talk about it and tell people why. 
because I feel like that's just it helps everyone. Yeah, I it will even helps you yeah. be happier because then you're not internally mad later. Okay, sorry. I no, for sure. No, no, no. I mean, I was just gonna say like I feel like it depends on the person though. For me, like some people, it's really funny actually when like bringing it back to the planning thing and like going with the flow versus just like no, I want Mexican food. I'm so like that with some friends and some like friend groups and then others. It's so weird. I'm just like I never speak up and I don't know. It's not because I'm not like comfortable to speak up. I just feel like I'm not like the designated speak upper, if that makes sense. So yeah, I kind of just fall into the role of like, ah, like I'll do whatever. But then it has happened where we end up at like a restaurant or something and I'm just like, I don't want to be here. Like I hate this food. And then I'm just in a mood. Yeah. But you think people don't pick up on that and they do. Mm-hmm. Learned that the hard way. <laughs> So I think like I've come a long way with like certain people and then others I'm just kind of like go with the flow till I die. But also there are benefits to being go with the flow too. Yes I I feel like like what I'm saying is if you actually have an opinion. Yeah. So if you actually are in the mindset of like I could do whatever tonight I could have any type of food I could go to any type of bar and I will be happy with all of them. That maybe isn't the time where you're like Chinese food. Yeah. That is yeah. when you say, if anyone else has a preference, we can prioritize that or something like that. Oh, that's but so true. Because you don't always have a preference. I'm talking yeah. about times where, like, you actually do right. have yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like this is an example. Like, this guy in this story, he had a preference. Like, he had what he truly wanted, but then he let someone else make the decision that affected him. And it turns out they didn't pick the thing that he wanted and it hurt him. Yeah. And I feel like that's also like he had hope that she would pick him. And so he's let down because of that as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a few like, I don't know. There's a few things that are hurting him. It's like the initial that she thought that it was just for her and her friend. And then there's like the second chance. Yeah. And then he she blatantly was like, cool. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> just like called her friend. Like it hurts. It, it definitely hurts. And like yeah. he waited two hours. Like it wasn't like he ran to the corner store and like picked her up like a drink. He I like know. he took off work. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. I feel so bad. And like he really. I do feel it. bad. I I see both sides, but I think I'm less on his side just because of everything we talked about. Like if you have an opinion, stick up for yourself and go yeah. after it. Speak up. Yeah. I feel like speak now. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want him to wait. I want him to speak now. That's a Taylor Swift album in case you didn't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I feel like this just hurts, but I do think it it doesn't show that she's like mean or like yeah. I don't think it shows any negatives about her actually. I don't either. I think she was just on a different page than him. Mm-hmm, for sure. And I feel like through communication, they can work through it. And he can explain why, again, why he was upset over it. If I mean, he maybe he already did because he kind of alluded to that. Is there an update, perhaps? Or like a top comment? So the top comment is, boyfriend, hey, I bought a two-week vacation to Italy. Girlfriend, OMG, I can't wait <laughs> to take Becky. Reddit, boyfriend is the asshole. That's not I completely the same disagree thing I come completely on completely disagree with that this is what people do they like make these comparisons it's like no one's talking about a trip to Italy we're I'd... talking about a very specific concert yeah a very specific tour mm-hmm. it's not like let's not do that I feel like this is so different because the stakes are so much lower yeah one night at a concert compared to a two-week trip yeah if a girlfriend bought a boyfriend sports tickets, I'll use this just gender stereotypes, sports tickets yeah. to 
a basketball game of a team that he liked. And she's like, yeah, I don't really like basketball. I watch a few games a season. And I thought it would be fun if we went together. But you can take whoever you would rather go with. Mm -hmm. If the boyfriend was like, oh, cool, like we can do dinner on Tuesday and I'll go to the game with like my friend on Wednesday. Like, would that be like the like, I don't know. I don't think that would be that bad. Yeah, I don't either. I think this guy he didn't communicate I don't think I don't think he really communicated the intention of like I really want to go with you like I bought these for us right and then I think she would have gone with him if he was up front from the get-go because he yeah it was almost like he walked himself back like he was like yeah I was thinking we could go together but like you go with who you want to go with more and she was like oh okay thanks babe I will yeah exactly and it's like does that make her mean because like she can't read his mind and be like well what does he really mean he's telling me go with whoever you want to go with and what does he mean by that does he mean go with who i want to go with or does he mean go with him right i don't know like why is it up to her to try to decide if you're telling the truth or not yeah she's just gonna take what you say and believe you yeah i don't know so while i'm less on his side i empathize with his whole approach because I've done this so many times where I've been like, I don't care. And then like, they'll say, okay, then I'm going to go. And I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> like, F you. And it's like, well, you didn't say you cared or you wanted to do X, Y, Z. So the person is going to do ABC. Like I 100% have done, like, I feel like I just started trying yeah. to not do this. Yeah. And trying to be more honest Mm -hmm. and I feel like also like not to get like spiritual but being honest like just in all parts of your life about what you want that really only helps you because if you're like let's say you have a goal or like your bucket list and there's Mm -hmm. 10 things that you really really want to do if you never say it out loud and you never talk about it and you're just like well I hope I get to do these things at some point if you talk about it though and you're like in my life I really want to do x y and z and you like tell people and it's like it's woo-woo but it's also not it's Mm -hmm. like woo-woo but it can be rational in the sense that if you're telling everyone you know and everyone you meet like oh I'm really passionate about x y and z and I want to do these things when those people get the opportunity to do x y and z they're going to think of you yeah so it like it's real like Mm -hmm. speaking it into existence is real so I feel like just being honest about your goals and like things you want and things you want to achieve or things you want to do that's only gonna help you in like all aspects of life yeah and it might be hard but it is but I don't know my life has gotten easier since I tried to do that I think it's hard to start though yes if you're so used to like being uh like passive aggressive and like not always I feel like that's a really negative like way to use it but even just like quiet you know like never speaking up for what you want if you're so used to that it's like hard to break but baby steps baby steps yeah try with people that you're like so comfortable with like your girlfriend yeah (laughs) you would hope yeah right (laughs) you would hope (laughs) I totally see where he's coming from and I feel bad like even reading the story I felt bad during it but I don't think she's in the wrong for taking what he said as the truth yeah I don't either (laughs) which is do what you want she was like okay I will yeah and I I feel that if he came to her and he was like I really want you to have the best experience but I have to be honest I'm gonna be sad if you pick someone else I understand why you would want to take your best friend but I am gonna be sad and let down and honestly I'll be hurt if Mm -hmm. you don't take me if he said it to her exactly like that I just wonder if she would have the same reaction 
Would she be speed dialing the bestie <laughs> if he was honest with her? I don't Doubtful. know. Call me a shitty boyfriend if you like, but if I'm spending $800 on my girlfriend, it's going to be for something we will both enjoy. I think your girlfriend has different ideas about how far the relationship will go. If her first thought, I completely so disagree <laughs> yeah. with all of this. If her first thought after being surprised with Swift tickets was how much fun her and her friend were going to have, not the person who got the tickets for her. Let's I just make, don't. Um, let's just not make a mountain out of a molehill here. Like, yeah, let's not. It would almost be like if my parents, who only know a couple Taylor Swift songs, they know how much I like her. Mm-hmm. Let's say my mom, for some reason, got to. Or I'll use me and my sister. If my mom bought three tickets to Taylor Swift, and obviously it was me, my sister, and there's going to be a third, I wouldn't think. Does my mom want to go? Mm-hmm. I would just honestly, I would assume that she wouldn't want to go yeah and she would know that there's so many more people that we're friends with that would really be dying to go so i'm like would i be a bad daughter if i didn't take my mom and i took my friend no like i don't think so because you're yeah unless your mom said i want to go with you exactly people speak your mind i agree only good things happen when you are honest. This is another comment. People are actually blaming you for putting yourself in this position when you chose to be kind and let her go with her friend. I agree that what he did was kind because he did do a nice thing and let her go with her friend. Yeah. But I feel like it it just came from this like unhonest place. Yeah. He didn't want to do that. No. I just I don't I don't know. They're completely missing the point that OP's girlfriend received tickets from her boyfriend of three years. And her first thought was, yeah, my boyfriend totally bought these tickets for me and my friend instead of us. Okay, (laughs) call me a shitty girlfriend. If my boyfriend, who only knew three Taylor Swift songs, was like, hey, I got you tickets. Here's two tickets. Yeah. I have a track record of going to Taylor Swift concerts with my best friend. And we talk about it all the time. Like, we look forward to the next tour together and everything. If my boyfriend bought bought me two tickets and was like here I got these for you call me a shitty person I do not think my first thought would be oh we're going like I'm taking you like no yeah if he presented them and said I got us tickets and I can't wait to go and experience your favorite thing with you babe yeah different story yeah I don't think that's what he said (laughs) I don't know (laughs) no I'm I'm team girlfriend sorry I'm sorry too but I am okay I feel like I've said my my thoughts do we yeah. move on? I am really sorry about it, though. And I'm so sorry it's happening. I think it's okay that we're on the side of the girl friend. Yeah. I really do. I, I do have empathy for him, though. Me, too. I was you once. I'm just kidding. What did you say? I said I was you once. <laughs> a long time ago before I've become evolved and wise. I just think there's different things for couples to do. And I feel like a Taylor Swift <laughs> concert, like, there's a lot, yeah. you don't need to do that with your boyfriend. Okay. Going to Italy for two weeks, that would be great with a boyfriend. Yeah. Going and getting a couple's massage. But those would also be great best friend things. So, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Sorry. Like I said, I'm on the fence. <laughs> Okay, this story is a story that Rebecca said that she found interesting. Which must make it true. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Well, it's probably true. (laughs) It's true, Rue. Am I the asshole for always turning down hangouts with my friends when they ask to bring their kids? I have a group of seven women from university. I'm the only one that's child-free, but one is childless, two 
What? Two are pregnant with their first and have three kids. I'm the Which, only one that's child free, but one is childless. Does that mean that they're trying? To, they want to have kids, but they're yeah, trying. Yeah, I don't know. Because like child free seems like you don't want it, or at least not right now. Childless kind of sounds like, huh? Maybe they want it. Yeah. Or maybe she just got confused. We as a group rarely meet up. I've seen all of them maybe twice in the last year, and we all live in the same city. Every time someone asks to meet up and we finally find a date everyone is available, one of the moms always asks if they can bring their child or children. It's usually one of two moms, as the third actually wants to have a kid-free evening. (laughs) Oh, I see what she's saying. Oh, she's without her kid at the moment. She's... I think she's numbering her other friends. Oh. Oh, wait, no. I still wouldn't understand... One is childless, two, number friend number two is pregnant with their first, and friend number three has kids. Yeah. I think that's what she means. Okay. Sorry. I'm still confused. <laughs> yeah, it's written weird. One of the moms always asks if they can bring their child or children. It's usually one of two moms, as the third actually wants to have a kid-free evening. And before anyone else can answer, the other mom always says yes. All three moms have husbands who can watch their kids. Most of them also have both sets of grandparents who are involved, but somehow they can never manage to find someone who can babysit, as they call it. So at this point, I've stopped answering until they've set a time and place. Someone has asked about kids, and I say I can't make it. I hang out with them one-on-one or in smaller groups instead. Well, a few days ago, we agreed to finally meet up. No one had asked about kids, and we were having a barbecue and wine night. Well, who shows up with their (laughs) eight-year-old? Yep, one of the moms. I clearly didn't hide my annoyance, and one of the girls asked me why. I just waved it off, and 30 minutes later, later, I excused myself and left, said I didn't feel well. In those 30 minutes, we hadn't had any adult talk. We were just entertaining the kid. I would rather go home than do this for another three to four hours. After I left, I think they realized this was a pattern and I got a text from most of the girls in the group. Some were calling me an asshole, others just saying they were annoyed with me for leaving, while the third mom having my back and asked me to meet up later that week to do a proper wine night. I don't hate kids at all. I work with them every day and don't want to spend my time off relaxing with a friend having to entertain other people's kids again am i the asshole Mm, i feel like you went about it in the wrong way but i think your feelings are valid if that makes sense like yeah i think when all your friends start having kids is kind of the same thing as when all your friends start getting into serious relationships and like you're happy for them but you don't always want to subject yourself to being the fifth wheel or to being in a room with all your friends and their kids. However, yeah. I think you should communicate versus leaving half an hour into it. Like just dipping. Like who does that? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you because it is so hard when people, their stage in life just changes yeah. at a different rate than yours. And kids is even more intense than getting Oh, for into- sure. Yeah, because I totally see what you mean with the relationship thing. I yeah. feel like we kind of talked about this on the last episode, but there's always like a time in life where somebody that you love and you've been friends with like your whole life or for years, yeah. they get into a relationship and then they get married and it's like they are now package deal mm-hmm. pretty much. And it's going to be more rare to see them without their significant other yeah and it's almost sad because you kind of have to like mourn your adolescence with them yeah but you have nothing against the new partner right and you're like so happy for them so it's this weird dynamic in at least this is what I've experienced with like close friends of mine that have gotten into relationships I'm like it's so weird 
weird because it's like I love your partner. I adore them. And I'm like, I'm so excited for them to have a life together. But at the same time, I'm like, I would love to hang out with you one on one, though. Yeah. So that is hard. And it's yeah, it's even harder with kids because people can leave their partners at home, but you can't really leave your kids at home. And it is apparently very hard to find childcare. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. I mean, in this situation, let's assume they're they all have like a partner at home. Like, can't you have a girls' night? Yeah. And the kids ate. It's not like two months. Yeah. So with that, it's like it does kind of get to a certain age with kids where it's like, okay, <laughs> we can move this along. <laughs> it is so hard to like the entertaining of the kids because I feel like I am in the middle of people that love kids and hate kids. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> You're in the middle, you think? Yeah, I okay. think so. Because there are some kids that I'm like, oh my God, love you. Like, yeah. let's love. be besties. Would die for like, you. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't even like if it's like a family party or yeah. or like a larger gathering and certain kids I'm like I will hang out with you Mm -hmm. and I will have more fun than sitting with the adults but then there's some kids that you're like please leave me alone like (laughs) I don't want to talk to you and then sometimes you feel that way about the same kid yeah so I think that I'm in the middle so I'm gonna try to be unbiased Mm -hmm. I totally get what she means though when it comes to not wanting to entertain kids because it is so much energy. It's like I, I, this is how I know I'm so far from being ready to have kids. Like I don't get how moms do it Mm-mm. and parents in general, not just moms. No, not ones, especially with a full time job with, you know, you want to have a social yeah. life. You want to do all these things and do it all. And it's like kids are exhausting. They need constant entertainment. Yeah. They need constant attention. And I think at eight, though, like, just like I know kids around that age, and I'm like, they do entertain themselves. They do, Like, they can go off and play, you know, Legos for an hour. Yeah. So it's interesting that that was an issue, because I would think that's the case with, like, five and under. Right. And then around, like, six, I feel like they can start just, like, being left alone for a while. But... Yeah. Not, like, alone alone, I guess, but if it's... Like, alone to play in a corner while the mom or the dad is sitting over here. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So I think that was maybe a choice then on the friend's part. And I'm sure the others are moms. So they all like, you know, want to just like dazzle at this kid. But the other one who's childless and maybe doesn't have like nieces or nephews is kind of like, okay, like. I know. It's so hard, too, because it's like as people go through life in like college, you talk about X, Y and Z topic in your mid 20s. You talk about whatever. And then like when everyone is becoming a mom, you talk about kids and babies and I I'm going to say something and I don't want to sound like a hater if I've ever talked about this with you or anyone listening. No, I literally and I don't want to say hate. I really don't enjoy talking about babies. No. And like (laughs) all the gross things that babies do. And I just can't imagine like dealing with a baby like right now. Mm. And when everyone's talking about, oh, she like threw up on me or like he pooped again. And like, I'm just like disgusting. Disgusting. I hate it. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's like an entertaining conversation. Like, I think if you say like a one off, like, of course, they shit everywhere when I was walking out the door, like to get in the car to go somewhere. Like, I think that's funny. But just to like sit around and like dwell on like babies, like newborn infants and like how gross they are. And like, I don't know. I know. I agree. I just don't think it's like this funny topic that I like want to sit around talking about. I yeah, and it's like not where we're at in our lives. Exactly. Maybe we will at some point, but yeah. like I I totally agree and I'm also the type of person where 
I just marvel at everything like the kids in my family do. And like, I don't really have friends with kids. Like not, yeah, not too many that I like see or talk to. Yeah, me neither. So the ones in my family, I'm like totally like everything they do is fascinating. Tell me everything. But Mm -hmm. like any other kid, I just like don't care. Like I don't want to see, even on Instagram, we talked about this. Like I've muted people because all my posts are their children. And I'm just like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I just don't want to see it. I don't care what they're eating that day. I'm sorry. I know. I like how I think it was there's a podcast called The Skinny Confidential and I'm pretty sure it was them. It's hosted by a couple and a lot of people when they have kids, they make the kids their life. Mm, yeah. But I think it was the two people that host The Skinny Confidential. They say that it's like no, you're coming into our life. Like we're not good in like the kindest and like most generous and yeah. caring way possible. You're coming into our life. Like our life doesn't now revolve around you it's just like our life together yeah I guess that's and I kind of love that Mm -hmm. because so many people do and I don't know what kind of mom I'm gonna be but I feel like it's such a trend especially like in influencers where if you follow them then they become a mom and then all of their content is mom content and it's like of course it is like that's where they are in their life but I feel like I'm gonna try to continue having like normal conversations that don't revolve just around children yeah. and babies when I become a mom. Watch me become a mom and literally never talk about anything else. I I could also see that I don't happening. See that for you. I just love like being normal and not like okay, I guess like this is maybe what I'm thinking. Like you know how some people were just like meant to be a mom. Yeah. And like that's their life and you're like, "Oh my god, she is just like the best mom." Like yeah. they can't wait to have kids. That was never me. No, like there's not one moment that I have ever been like, I want a baby. Never, never never crossed my mind. (laughs) I maybe in like 25 years (laughs) from now after I've lived out my youth. Yeah. Once I'm in menopause. Yeah. I just like can't. Maybe I'll just adopt children that are already nine because I I don't. I just find baby. But then at the same time, it's like weird because the idea of a baby is disgusting to me Mm -hmm. because I'm like, ew, like the vomit, the poop, the disgust. Yeah. It's just gross. But then when I see a baby, I'm like, oh my God, that baby is so freaking cute. And I want to hold it. And I want to like touch its little face and like its little arm. I know. Like they're so they're so cute. cute. Wait, watch me like watch how I'm switching up so quick. Because <laughs> they are so cute when you think about it. They're so little. I know, they're so and so innocent. Look at how small their so little cute. fingers are. And they like move. Like they're it's crazy. This is how much time I haven't spent with babies. That I literally am like, it's shocking to see a baby and to hold it. I know. My friend just had a baby last year and she's just so freaking cute. And like holding her, I just want to like stare at her. Yeah. So like I I get it too. Yeah. Why it is like so entertaining, like talking about kids and like being a mom. But then when I'm like not with kids, I'm in the mindset of like, nope, no kids. Like you're I'm out of it. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like I see I'm on the fence. I know. I'm on the fence about this. I know because we're not like in it. So we can't really speak to it entirely. Like how we would be in that situation but I like okay let's say you're in a room of like five people four of them are your co-workers and like one of them doesn't work with you like you don't talk about your job the whole time oh some people do I know but like you you should be courteous to the one person that's like doesn't know what the heck you're talking about yeah and talk about like Taylor Swift Air Store <laughs> 
something of substance. <laughs> and I know people do that, but like I try to be courteous of just everyone in the room. Yeah. If I'm in a situation where it's like the four of us are coworkers, but this one person like has no idea who we're talking about, what we do. They're not in our field. Like, yeah. let's talk about something else. Like we talk about work for maybe like 40 minutes out of like a three hour hangout. Yeah. But then, like, let's move it along. I do agree. Like, you kind of do have to read the room and try to put yourself in, like, other people's situations and be like, well, would everyone here find this interesting? Yeah. It's almost like if uh, if there was a friend group of five and three of them were engaged or already married and it's like not everyone wants to talk about yeah. a wedding 24-7, yeah. even though weddings are very entertaining. All-consuming. Yeah. They're <laughs> very entertaining. Like, yeah, there's a lot to go over. <laughs> <laughs> but not everyone wants to talk about a wedding every time you hang out with them. I feel like there's these things that happen in life that people think like everyone cares about as much as they do. And it's like getting engaged, planning a wedding, having a kid and your job. And, yeah. Like, really or just what like else? having a boyfriend in general. Yeah. But I feel like, like people, people don't like. Wait, sorry. What were we going to say? No, I was just going to say like relationship stuff. Well, I don't know. Because I, I don't guess... think that people talk about their maybe not. Some maybe people like do. Younger, yeah, some maybe, people do. Like maybe like younger people. Like if you're in high school or college and you have your first boyfriend, maybe. But I feel like when you've been like in the dating game for a little bit, just sitting there being like, my boyfriend, my boyfriend. Yeah. Like none of my real, like it's not something I like. It's just something I've dealt with. Yeah. Okay. I, I will count that in like relationships, engagement, wedding. And then, like, people talk about work and kids. Like, I feel like those things, it's, like, almost like people think that everyone cares about mm -hmm. it. And I've I've experienced it on, like, I was on the wrong side of it because I talk about my job so much. And I'll, like, leave. I'm a wedding photographer. I'll leave a wedding. And then I'll go and, like, tell people about the entire thing. And I'm, like, they probably don't care, actually. Like, they probably could not care well, less. This is, like, where it's a little nuanced, you know, to bring right. back a favorite word. <laughs> Like, I, like, your job, like, I love when we talk about work. Like, I feel yeah. like we just, like, are similar mindsets when it comes to work and we are both in, like, a creative field. So it's, like, we don't do the same thing, but, yeah, I, I like, I'm picky and choosy with who I want to talk about work with. Let's just say that. <laughs> I guess if you're curious about certain things, though, like, you do want to hear about people's jobs. Where it's, like, babies and weddings, I think, are more, um... You can make more blanket statements about, if that makes sense. Yeah, or maybe it's more of just, like, because I guess when it comes to work, like, there could be, like, interesting things that happen at a lot yeah. of people's works. And, like, work is, but that's what I, that's why I feel like, what I was just going to say is work is such a huge part of our lives. People tend to work 40 hours a week. Like, that's a huge chunk of your life that things are happening and you're having experiences that when you go and catch up with your friends and they're like, oh, well, what have you been up to? It's like, well, 40 hours of my week are dedicated to this thing. So how am I not going to talk about about this thing exactly but then that's also how it is when you have kids or you're getting married like yes I don't know though I I just like work I find more interesting sometimes yeah. people tend to go on and on and I'm like okay I don't really care but like <laughs> for the most part I do find work stuff like more interesting just in general but weddings engage well yeah weddings engagement same thing but like babies and weddings I'm like this could truly apply to anyone on earth like it doesn't matter that you're telling me this it's like this is kind of a universal thing like what? if that makes sense what's an example I don't know now I'm put on the spot like, are you just talking like oh like my baby he threw burped. up oh yeah. threw up yeah it's 
like, like okay that ha- yeah that happened to nancy down the street too that, where that it's is- like a work problem is like let's say you're having drama with a coworker. it's so specific to like you and who that person is versus yeah. like babies and weddings i don't know i'm just like it's if unless you're it's interesting to you because you're in it but to yes. me i'm like I don't care. That is something I even realized with the podcast. I just learned so much about what is not interesting. And like, there are so many things that I have cut out that I've said on this podcast that it's like a story. And I'm like, that's so uninteresting. Mm. Like, and I only care about it because I'm in it. And if anyone else told the story, I'd be like, skip 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Like, Holy nobody sleep, gives yeah. a shit. Like, it's not that interesting. That is how I feel about people talking about COVID. Oh, it is yeah. like, it's getting to the point where it's almost a pet peeve of mine when people bring up COVID and like where they were and what happened because I'm going to tell you you me you everyone listening here one day life was normal and then they shut down the schools and we were going to go back in two weeks and we were going to work from home for two weeks (laughs) and then it was all it was the rest of time and it's like you're kidding yeah I cannot believe that happened to you do people still talk about COVID I feel like people bring up COVID not like every day yeah but it definitely comes up sometimes and and not as much anymore but even last year and like the year before I will cut people some slack I also think that it was because life was so boring people weren't doing things so the only thing they had to talk about was like do you know what happened when we found out we didn't have any Clorox wipes and I went to the store there was none on the shelf it's like oh my god yeah that also (laughs) happens to six billion other people believe it or not yeah and it's not interesting right like, sorry i'm i don't need to dwell on it because i am like now no, yeah i'm walking back my point of talking about pointless shit that nobody cares about and that's all i'm doing right now so i'll move on but sorry i'm playing with my wig in the way that sebastian hastings played with his wig and she's the man when it was amanda Bynes, and mm-hmm. she's dressed as her bro- have you not seen she's the man i thought we talked about this i've seen clips I'm sorry. Wow. We have to, <laughs> we have to watch it tonight. I don't know if you can. I don't know if I'm interested. Like, I just, <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. It is one of the best movies. I, in fact, I went on a ski trip last year and there is multiple men. It was actually mostly men, but I talk about She's the Man a lot. And so they agreed to watch it. And I was kind of nervous. It does seem more like a girly movie, just like with the plot and the cover and everything. Samantha Bynes, like it's girly, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I hope they don't actually hate this and are bored for the next two hours. Everyone was cracking up the entire time. Really? Like the guys were like throwing their head back laughing. Aww. It is so. And I was like, oh, thank okay, God. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, I think we have to. But anyway, okay. in the in the movie, she's like pulling on the wig and she's like, yeah, yeah. And then I'm not going to give it away. You know, yeah. have you seen it? You know what I mean. Yes, blank slate. And if you haven't seen it, go Tabula and watch Rasa. It right now. Anyway, I feel like maybe babies and weddings, like maybe that's something we talk about. Like we can be like, oh yeah, everything's going well. And then unless someone's like asking you questions, maybe we don't have to like deep dive into like <laughs> the most normal things yeah. that happen to literally everyone when they go through those things. Totally agree. Normalize like waiting for someone to ask you before you just go on a 20 minute tangent about your wedding (laughs) remember to not speak unless spoken to especially if you're a mother (laughs) sorry no you're right that was so mean and that was satire no 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 i (laughs) but it's just my opinion but i feel like it's like we're not telling other people because like we're not moms right we're not brides wait so wait no my point was about to be (laughs) opposite (laughs) 
I was about to be like, so we're not telling other people what to do. We literally are. I think it's more (laughs) just like when we get to these points, we're seeing this now from the opposite side. And we're like, okay, like sometimes these situations might only be interesting for people that are also going through it. Mm -hmm. And because not everyone's going through it, like, let's just keep that in mind. That when there's people there that don't have kids, their life doesn't revolve around kids. They don't need to talk about kids at all times. And it's I'm sure there's something that I talk about way too much with people that I can learn from this too. I'm sure somebody could tell me in some way how I'm like fucking annoying and like never shut the fuck up about like a certain topic. Wait, that reminds me of that. Oh, I thought you were going to rip me apart. I was like, what is oh, it? Oh, no. It reminds me of that Tana sound going viral on TikTok. What is oh, it? Oh, my God. It's so funny. She's like, I'll, I'll just send you it because it's, yeah. Okay, she's like, I insert it right now? The yeah, sound? Yeah, it like goes <laughs> so well. Is she the one that is so fucking insufferably annoying and never shuts the fuck up and has never been hit in her face in her entire life? I wouldn't Damn. say that, but if I were going to say that, I would say it about her. Amazing. I just think it's different when it's a wedding or it's a kid. I'm sorry, it's different. I, I kind of think It's it more annoying too. by default. I don't yeah. make the rules. <laughs> Although I love talking about weddings, so for me... I will talk to you about your wedding. Kids, though, I'm on the same vibe Weddings, as you. It, it, it depends on the friend. My cousin, who's my age, her two siblings got married in the same year because they're like around the same age. So they hit that like milestone of like getting engaged and getting married at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it was also during COVID. So there was so much like planning and replanning and everything. And my cousin, who's my age, like got to the point where she was like, I can't do wedding stuff anymore. Like, I just want to elope. Yeah. And she just like does enjoy talking about weddings now well maybe she's reset maybe she's like come back from it and reset I'm not sure yet but she is a good example of someone who's like on your side like I don't need to talk about weddings 24 7 yeah like they're not that interesting it's all the same it's all you plan a day and then it happens and it's done Mm -hmm. like unless you're like groom runs away with your cousin like I don't want to hear about this sorry I kind of agree though I kind of agree. And I also think this comes with, like, (laughs) people make drama out of, like, nothing. Yes. Like, I have literally heard people Yeah, I'm sure you've heard it all. Oh, my God. And be like, I couldn't even hear her saying her... I'm not going to say who this is or how I know this person, but I heard someone say this about a wedding they went to, like, their loved one's wedding. I, I couldn't even hear her say her vows. It was like she was crying the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, like, it's only the most emotional day of her life. And she was caught up in it. Like, so sorry that you couldn't hear her. Here, I'll I'll say them right now. For better, for worse. Richard, for poorer. Like, it's not that. And it was a church ceremony. So it's not like she's giving these, like, heartfelt vows that, like, everyone wants to hear because it warms their heart. I'm like, why don't? Why don't we just cut people some slack? Yeah. Why don't we just let people enjoy their day? And if you can't hear every single word that they say on their wedding day, it's okay. It's going to be (laughs) (laughs) a-okay. I love wedding drama, though. So I feel like I'm being hypocritical. No, it's like if your wedding goes perfectly and the only issue is that the bride's tearing up a little bit during her vows and everyone in row 37 of the church can't hear her say... I do. If that's the only thing (laughs) that goes wrong, what I want to hear about your wedding is it was a great day and everything went well. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) And when I say me, I don't mean me because I like hearing about weddings, but the general me. The general me. Yeah. (laughs) I like saying. I like hearing about weddings when I. (laughs) 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 I also love hearing about children. Sorry. Tell me everything. What are we saying? You know what? 
The title of this episode is what we're acting out literally right now. <laughs> I like I like hearing about the like I like a recap. Yeah. I enjoy a recap of a bachelorette trip of a not a bridal shower. I'm sorry. Of a <laughs> <laughs> those gotta go. If I never step foot in another shower again, I will be happy. Including my own. <laughs> But yeah, I enjoy a recap of a wedding. I just like the wedding planning maybe is what I more so just check out on a little bit. Yeah, I feel I'm like, like that's oh, that's really point. expensive. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> I thought it was going to be five dollars. <laughs> like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I, I feel bad. saying. Did you this try too. Amazon? <laughs> I feel bad saying this stuff because like these things that people are talking about, it's like literally the biggest thing that's ever happened oh, to you. Yeah, I know. It's like your wedding. Sorry. It only happens once. Hopefully having a baby biggest thing yeah that will change your life forever so like of course people are going to talk about it i just really feel for the people <laughs> that haven't hit that stage yet that are like i love you so much could not care less yeah but so it's, sorry it's not always about like hitting that stage either sometimes i could picture myself being in that stage and still not wanting to hear about it because yeah. I know, um, shoot, it was like an influencer. It might have been the Skinny Confidential. I think it was her because she like has said she loves her kids so much, but she like doesn't really care to hear or like about other kids as much. Yeah. And I'm like, I think that's going to be me. I could picture myself having my own kids and still not really wanting to hear about other people's kids all the time or even yeah. talk about my own all the time. Like, let's talk about our passions, our travels. Oh, my God. Reminisce yes. on old stories from college. This is like completely a different like point, I feel like. But to go off of that, like I have noticed that in life, like the number one thing that people ask you about when you go to a family party, when you see a friend you haven't seen in a while is, are you dating anyone? Or like, how's the boyfriend? This has literally happened to me at a family party. You know what? I'm just going to say it. I'm not trying to hate on anyone, but I literally experienced this exact thing at a family party. Someone that I love dearly came up to me, Aaron, Trisha. Mm. And one other cousin of ours and was like, how's the boyfriend? How's the boyfriend? Okay. And like walked away because two of us were in, they were in relationships and then two of us weren't. I literally am not spoken to at family parties. Yeah. Because I didn't have a boyfriend (laughs) at this party. It's like nobody asks me and like digs deeper about how I'm doing because I didn't have a boyfriend. Like, cool. Even now, every time I see someone, it's like, oh, are you dating anyone? Like, and it's not like my friends. It's like more distant people. This is what I want to achieve in my life. I'm dating someone in the nicest way possible. That's the least interesting thing about me. Like, it, it actually is. Yeah. And when I get married, the fact that I'm married, least interesting thing about me. Yeah. So let's talk about my passions, my travels, my friends what I do on the weekends, what I fill my time with, my job that I love. Let's yeah. talk about the podcast. Like, sure, ask how my boyfriend is. I'll tell you, we don't have to talk about someone else right. that isn't even here for like 10 minutes. And my yeah. sister dated someone for five years. They broke up and randomly, like my other friend, his mom was like asking questions about our friend group. And she was like, oh, and like, what about 
Kelly's sister, Erin, what's her deal? Like, how is she doing? And he told me that. He was like, oh, my mom asked about Erin and she was just asking about everyone. Yeah. And I remember my sister was like, oh, my God, that's the first person that asked about me in years. Wow. Because everyone says to her, and how's your boyfriend? How's he doing? How's the boyfriend? How's his dog? I'm like, they will literally talk to my sister. And they broke up at this point, so she's not really experiencing this anymore. But for years, people, like loved ones that we see, like only a couple times a year, they literally talk about my sister's boyfriend's dog, and they don't even ask me how I'm doing. Like, not that I'm dying to, like, have people ask me how I'm doing. Like, I'm happy to sit in silence and like only talk to like a few of the people like it's fine like I don't need people to like ask about me but it's just so weird to see it from like both sides because my sister saw it from her side and she's like actually it hurts me that you only ask about oh how's your boyfriend and how are you guys doing what about me yeah yeah I have a boyfriend but like and right like it just is annoying yeah I wonder if that's a generational thing and if like we'll be like that when we we are like in our 40s 50s 60s I really hope not I hope not I haven't really thought about that but I don't know it's like I almost feel like that is what you ask when you don't really know someone that well yeah and you don't know what to talk to them about it's like on the list of things but it's like it's always first it's always first it could be second yeah (laughs) that's all we're asking I don't know I also think that nobody asks like it's like boyfriend status and job status like nobody is asking what do you do for fun yeah what do you do after work how often do you see your friends do you ever go out in like this part of town like nothing right like what sports do you play for fun like nobody cares yeah and I and it's like deep down does nobody care at all and they just Mm. they don't care about my job they don't care about my boyfriend they don't care about anything Mm-hmm. But job, boyfriend, that's easy to ask about. Yeah. I don't know. But, and, like, if they don't care, like, that's fine, too. I don't need, like, every one of my aunts and uncles to, like, deeply care about what I do after work. Like, right. I, I, that's not what I'm getting at. Yeah. What but... I'm getting at is, though, it's just, like, annoying that, like, that's the only question. And there's literally times where if you are not in a relationship, you're not even addressed. I'm like, cool. Because it's the principle. It's like, it's do principle. I necessarily want to talk about my passions on a 10-minute long tangent with you right now? Like, maybe not. Yeah, that's a good point. I would like to be asked. Yeah, it's not even. But no, I would like to talk about that because if they're into it, too, like if someone was like, oh, well, what what do you do for exercise? Or like, what have you and your friends been up to? And I'm like, oh, well, we play tennis a lot. Yeah. If they were like, oh, my God, I did X, Y and Z involving tennis. Or what do you like most about tennis? Like, I could talk about tennis. Like, I love talking about it. I could talk about surfing, snowboarding. Like, I love talking about that stuff. Right. And no one's ever asked me about it. Right. I know. (laughs) It's also hard because like once you answer the boyfriend thing, like there's really not a lot of follow-up questions because it's the you know love him adore him <laughs> wonderful person least interesting thing about me right yeah like love I that. am so much more than the person I'm dating yes and so are you and so are you yep literally everyone is yep agreed I just think it's an easy out I guess yeah. I don't know I guess it's a, it's like awkward though when you say like this happened to me recently um at a family function I was asked multiple times and I was like no and they're like okay and I'm like yeah and I'm not providing you with like more information (laughs) like I'm just you're not like the person I'm gonna do this with and like get into my dating life like you're not the one I feel like people don't even ask me that anymore because I was single for so long that they're just like they just don't even talk to me (laughs) oh 
I'm not trying to like make it seem like my family members are like not wonderful people or that they just like but I get ignore it. me. It's, it's every family, honestly. Like, yeah. It's many families. Yeah. Who are like that. Yeah. It's I get, just like I get you. you are literally treated different in life. You are. If you are single and if you are in a relationship like those statuses yes. like you're treated differently and it's fucking annoying. Because I think a lot of people in relationships have made it that way. Like people before us, I mean, or just Maybe. like pop culture has shaped it too where it's like if you're like taylor swift not to make everything about taylor swift (laughs) but everything is but everything kind of is because it's like she maybe she's actually a bad example but i just feel like people act like they've won a prize when they have a significant other or they're like ahead of you in life in some way oh my gosh yes that's a good point versus like being single and you're not kind of seen on the same level even if you're top of your game even if you make a ton of money have property have a ton of friends are a kind person but you don't have a boyfriend so you're here and it's like why (laughs) no that is so true like that is so true and I don't really have like specific examples of that for myself but I just feel like that's like a trope or like a motif of life yeah like you could be like killing it at work and have so many friends and be so happy and then people would still say oh but like don't you think you're missing something right or, like are are you dating are you trying to find a boyfriend and it's like that's not everyone's number one goal at all times yeah and like I'm not trying to say people don't want it because most people if you presented them with the person that was meant to be their soulmate I'm gonna guess most people would take it and right. they would get into a relationship with them right but like not everyone is out like on dating apps actively being like I want a boyfriend and whether you do or whether you don't like you're on the same like you're not a good person you're not a bad person whether you want a boyfriend or whether you don't and you're not like more sad or less sad whether you want a boyfriend or whether you don't like that's not what like makes you who you are and like that doesn't make you more interesting less interesting further along better than anyone else like it doesn't matter and I I feel like if it matters to you like I don't want to say like that's a problem but if you feel like behind or like people are treating you like they feel bad for you because you're single like that's not good I just think we don't need to treat people differently and like dwell on if they're in a relationship or not and I really hope that I think times are changing like slowly but surely yeah maybe in our lifetime at least like before the age of 40 I don't think it's gonna happen where people view single people in the same way as people in relationships like I think it's gonna take a long time for like single independent women or men to be just as deserving of like happiness and success almost yeah like I think we've come a long way for sure but it's just like I've even had friends who I think are so well-intentioned like I really do but can be so condescending with dating and like oh Rebecca like how's it going or like you know just like saying like you know how it is like it's just can we I don't know can we move on (laughs) yeah no it's like it's so annoying who who just like don't understand that like you can be happy and single like people don't understand that no they don't they it's like trying to and I've tried like I've tried to explain to people who are like that like I like I'm so happy and so content with my life and like a man would add to that but it's not a void in my life yes you okay. know that is and a I great do way to put like, it I am dating but it's just like yeah, I have some things I'm looking for <laughs> 
No, that's such a good way to put it. And I feel like a lot of people who are older than me that I've experienced conversations with, they think that something is missing yeah. or like they think that like that is what you're like working towards. And yeah. I, and if you are working towards that, like if you're like, I want to find my person putting an effort for dating, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's not everyone's whole goal. Like yeah. it's and it's OK that that's not people's goal. And I feel like so many people don't understand that. No, literally. And like I'm also someone that goes through phases of like really wanting to date and really like not lately I've been not (laughs) but like I don't want it to sound like oh I'm like I don't know like I'm so up here I'm so above like every man ever but it's like you're allowed to just be okay sometimes with where you're at yeah and you know what it's and this is kind of more of a recent thing where I've decided like some people who I love dearly but I'm just not talking about my dating life with them like they're just Mm -hmm. they're off limits from now on I, I don't need the like little tone like I don't need it yeah I don't need it I feel like I I feel you even like certain members of my family like for a long time I was the only single one that's there's like a bunch of girls my age in my like cousin group and Trish is one of them Aaron's one of them for a very long time I was the only one that was single Mm-hmm. And I, I almost feel like I was treated differently. Yeah. And people like didn't take me as seriously. Yeah. Because I didn't have a boyfriend. I also feel like this kind of comes from being a freelancer and not having like a nine to five job. But when you're a freelancer, I'm sure if anyone's listening that's a freelancer, I'm sure you understand this. And if you're thinking about freelancing, get ready for these comments. Everyone thinks you are in need mm-hmm. and you need a job and you need help and you need more and I get that it may be coming from a place of like oh I want to help you like you're a freelancer let me try to get you work like the amount of times I have heard maybe it's time for corporate America or like mm. this job is hiring they pay x amount of money like blah, 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 blah. and I'm like oh you want me to go get a corporate job and make the same amount of money if not less yeah. than what I make as a, like I'm not struggling just yeah. because I'm self-employed like I work just as hard as you I work just as hard as everyone that goes to an office every day that has an employer like I'm fine like I appreciate it but I I like feel that those comments are coming from a place of like oh well she must make like four dollars a year and like she's struggling and right it just is annoying. I don't know. I just feel like people don't take me seriously. Yeah. And I get that part of that comes from like people love you. And like, it's almost like if you want to start a new business, like just do not tell anyone. <laughs> if you invent something, if you have a new idea and you're like building a business and you're serious about it and you really believe in it, tell like two people and don't ask them for advice. Be like, I don't need your advice. I just want to tell you because it is second nature for everyone to tell you why you shouldn't do something. Yeah. And that happens to me all the time as a freelancer it's like here's a job that's open here's x y and z this person's hiring and i'm like i don't need this Mm -hmm. you're not sending it to anyone else why are you sending it to me and if it happened once i'm like oh well that's nice that you thought of me but like i'm actually fine i have a job Mm -hmm. and then if it happens again i'm like yeah cool like i'm actually i'm doing great like i'm not looking for a job it's it's now insulting yeah if you were to send me a job listing for something that's like so irrelevant unless it's like in-house photographer at vogue like I don't need a job listing. Like, and I feel that all of this like comes to 
together. Like it's it all plays a role because I almost feel like if I was engaged and I was a photographer, nobody would say shit to me. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, she's going to get married to a man like she doesn't need this job listing. She can do her little rinky dink photography. And I'm like, OK, let's just like let's not try to toot my own horn. But like I work hard in that and I don't need your fucking pity. Yeah. And I'm fine not having a boyfriend, not having a boyfriend, being engaged, not being engaged. Like, like I said before, that's the least interesting thing about me. You don't need to feel any type of way towards me because of my relationship status. And don't treat me differently because of it. Yes. Sorry. I'm just like, no, I, I now. feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I think we need to be more accepting of our freelancers and our single people. OK. And our <laughs> childless people. Yes. It like literally all get. Sorry. We're so far off of the story, but I feel that like on the grand scheme of things these things like all play a role yeah and I almost feel like these friends of this girl like to get back to the original story which is like is she the asshole for not wanting to hang out with her friends kids like no and like these people are like almost like looking at her differently yeah because she doesn't have kids and like doesn't want to hang out with kids and like I I kind of agree with the the first thing you said going back to literally an hour ago (laughs) and you were like she probably handled it the wrong way I do think that when you're actively hanging out with your friends and then you leave after 30 minutes like that's a little weird yeah it's a little rude yeah I don't think I would do that right like yeah but I feel like I would maybe just my first attempt would be to change the subject and be like well we talked about your kids like right. how is this going how is x y and z you're like right. I have some exciting news to share like pivot. this is what I've been up to yeah like kind of pivot there yeah. I feel like there's a way to do that too and then you could also if these are your best friends you can also be honest with them and be like guys you know I love you so much like and I love hearing about your kids but would you guys want to talk about something that we can all relate to right. and I and I know that sentence that I just said it kind of sounds like awkward Like it kind of sounds like a lot of words to say out loud to someone. It feels like weird to say that. But if my friend said that to me, I would be like, oh, my God, wait, you're so right. Like, that's so true. Like, I'm so sorry. If I was talking about my job with like three of my coworkers for an hour and then the fifth party there said to me like, hey, guys, like, I'm sorry to be like kind of annoying, but I don't really understand everything you're talking about. Like, could we talk about like a different thing? I would actually be like, of course we can. Yeah. And I'm sorry. That that went on for that long. Right. And you were feeling excluded or like whatever. A lot of people don't have that awareness though to like. Well, maybe we should build it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that came up. So, Kazer got No, we should. So T- sorry. T- yeah, I agree. That's we, what should we're working all, on. we should all work on building awareness. <laughs> and the awareness that like having kids Including or myself. Not- Actually, you know what? I feel like all the points we made about <laughs> dating, that was this is how it's gonna be relevant. It's like those are things that we've experienced. Yeah. And like they can directly relate to like anyone that's child free and like experiencing other people with kids like yeah it's a very similar thing so i feel like that's why it hits harder for us when it when we talk about dating and for sure and all that for sure, for sure and i just you know maybe when i'm older and all of my cousins or friends who have kids and if i don't have kids yet maybe that will be the question maybe and it tells the kids and nobody's gonna ask and how are you right maybe how i'll remind you? myself that to you? not ask all the time how's your kid and how's this yeah. like 
maybe we ask oh my god how's your kid they're doing well cool and how are you what have you been up to like yeah that is what we need to be asking our friends agreed agreed regardless of life stage just be open to different avenues of conversation starters yeah let's not just keep it to the one the one lane yeah people <laughs> and let's also not pity people for making a choice that maybe just not everyone else makes yeah so whether that's to remain single or to not have kids or to be a freelancer or to not get whatever. married yeah not get married whatever the hell you want like they don't need your pity yeah they're Facts. doing just fine and if they're not doing fine it's probably not that choice that's causing yeah. them to not be fine yes <laughs> especially if it's a choice we are so especially profound. if it's a choice <laughs> <laughs> so profound. Uh, okay. I really got into it on this one. No, same. I, I get heated. Yeah. It's a trigger. Okay. Let's do one more story and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. This one will hopefully be quicker. Although I thought the last one was going to be I quick know. and then I actually spoke for <laughs> 75 minutes. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my friend she was being scammed by a medium? <laughs> my 24 female friend, Callie, 24 female, lost her grandfather last year. It hit her really hard. A few weeks ago, Callie told me her aunt was having a medium party where a medium would come to her house and try to see if they could connect to him. Now, I'm weary about mediums and psychics. I do believe some genuine ones may exist, but for the most part, it's people just trying to profit off of others' grief. But at the time, if someone wants to pay for it and makes them better, I'm not going to judge. I didn't say anything to Callie about it. Outside, I hoped it would help. The next day, Callie came to me, almost a different person. For the first time since her grandfather died, she was happy. I saw that glow back in her face. She told me that the medium had indeed gotten a calling from her grandfather, going on about how magical it felt. I just smiled and told her that was great. Callie then said she planned on seeing the medium again, as she did past life readings. She asked if I wanted to go, and I said it's not my thing, but I hope she had fun. After the meeting, she called me excited. This medium told her that in a past life, she lived in Salem, Massachusetts, and was burned at the stake during the witch trials. Oh my god. The trauma. That is crazy to say to someone. Okay. This gave me pause. I can see why. Not okay. I know for a fact that it's a common misconception that the accused in Massachusetts were burned at the stake, but that's not true. I I don't know if that's true or not. I would yeah. think that in life someone was probably burned at the stake. I would think so. Like right? for yeah, for being a that witch. That was definitely a thing. I don't know. The Salem witch trials is a whole <laughs> I could make a whole podcast about how I feel about that. Really? Yes. Oh wow. I go off. I'm gonna keep going for a second. But I'm I'm gonna keep reading. I'll hold my tongue for a second because maybe OP gets into it. I wasn't going to say anything further until Callie went on about how she wanted to go back, see if she could connect with her grandfather further, do some readings, etc. I felt at this point this woman was taking advantage and I didn't want Callie to be scammed further. I told her I don't think it was a good idea, telling her what I knew about witch trials. She tried to tell me I was wrong, but when I sent her links with proof, she got (laughs) quiet. I also pointed out some holes in what the medium had told her. She originally claimed there was some stuff the medium knew at the party that no one else would, but they were either really vague, like he loved game shows, or stuff that was obvious around the house. The medium said she saw him on a boat. I know for a fact her aunt has a picture of the grandfather fishing. 
Just little stuff like that. Callie got really upset and told me I was terrible for doing this. How dare I try and take this away from her? I explained I didn't want her to be preyed upon. She called me a bunch of names and now won't speak to me. The general consensus from our friends is yes, that medium is 100% scamming Callie, but some feel I shouldn't have said anything. Others think that it had to be done before she wasted even more money. Am (laughs) I the asshole? Damn, this is sad. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't really I don't really subscribe to the medium stuff either. Okay. It's just like not for me. Okay. This is interesting <laughs> then because I feel like growing up I totally subscribed to it, but then when I got a little bit older, I was like, guys, I'm going to do it. I'm going to hate on her. Long Island Medium mm. is so fake. Yeah, I like, agree. When you see her do a group reading, she literally will like say anything and just go off of anything. Like if she's doing a group reading at like a talk show or something. Yeah. And I've watched so many videos of her because I used to really like her. Mm-hmm. She will get mad and like kind of be like short and like almost like angry at people when they don't say yes like if people start saying no no she'll almost like snap at them and just like disregard them like so easily Mm. and it just is like clearly so fake yeah but then I also have heard people that I know yeah have gotten readings and it's like this crazy experience where truly like nobody would know that it's not online it's like nowhere so I feel like I'm on the fence yeah I mean I think is it Tyler the medium isn't he like really good or something it's the Hollywood celebrity medium if you haven't heard of him he seems like a sweet person from what I've seen yeah I think he predicted the Kylie Jenner Jordan drama and like Chloe getting back with or like getting cheated on or something which is just crazy yeah I I saw a TikTok about that I don't know if that's true yeah I think there are stories that kind of prove both sides I agree so it's hard to be like just so resolute in saying I don't believe in it but would I ever do one of these things not of my own free will (laughs) yeah if like I like this girl who had to go to it or like support her friend like I feel like that's the extent of which I would do it but not really for me and the Salem of it all I mean that's so googleable right you know like (laughs) but i feel like most people wouldn't google it because they'd be like excited that they had something so crazy happen to them in the past life i believe it like i kind of am on the vibe of this op where i am skeptical but i do think like crazy things happen in the world and i am very spiritual and like on the verge of religious Mm -hmm. but i also knew someone that told me like oh that's the devil and i'm like okay like i think it's just a (laughs) scammer (laughs) i don't know if it's the devil (laughs) i don't know okay (laughs) whatever um i don't want to like hate on people so just to like stick to the story (laughs) stick to the status quo are they an asshole no i don't think so i think that it was good that you told her i think maybe you could have been like oh like it was amazing what she said about your grandfather but like i think she was a little bit off about the salem trials maybe she excels in certain things and not others or like maybe you could try a different medium and see if you have the same experience like maybe try somebody else and see if they can reach a different loved one or or something like that yeah i don't know if i would straight up be like it's a scam girly you're dumb right not that she said it like that but 
I mean, it is really hard when you see it from the outside because I also agree with them what they said about if it helps you in the moment, then that's great. Yeah, I think like don't yuck someone's yum is kind of like the lesson here a little bit. So if it was me and I told you this exact story (laughs) and then I was like, I'm going to go back and spend more money and you knew for a fact that they were making shit up, like clearly I was not a witch in the Salem witch trials. Um, I I feel like you and I keep it straight. I'd be like, Kelly, no, like, come on. You would, even though like I was so deeply grieving a loved one and this is the only thing that helped me. That's the element of it that's tough. Yeah. If you were doing it just for funsies, I'd be like, like, let's go and spend yeah. our money at, you know, happy hour, please. Right. But <laughs> yeah, th- that's tough. Then I would probably be supportive. I'd be like, whatever you need to do. Yeah. You're not like hurting anyone. Yeah. So go off. I think I would. Like there's a time and a place to keep your own personal thoughts and feelings to yourself. So now I'm kind of feeling like, okay, this is one of them. Also, if she's not like hurting for money. Yeah. And if she's going to go to this person and it's 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 just as hard though, because like it could go down a rabbit hole. And then like, what if this medium is like, oh, well, get on retainer with me and it's $300 a month and we'll have a 10 minute call and I'll connect with your grandfather every month. Yeah. And then it's like, at what point, like how many calls? Like, yeah, maybe we'll let her go back to the third call. Yeah. But then it's like the fourth call, the fifth call. Like, what if she started to spiral? It's like maybe this OP told her a little bit too early to cut the shit. Agreed. But I do think that sometimes your friends give you honesty, even when you don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. And the truth hurts sometimes. Yeah. And tough love is still love. I learned that from Trisha. So. Yeah, that's a good point. I just. Yeah, I do think that the friend did the right thing, but maybe there was like something else that she could offer. It's all about your delivery, too. Agreed. You can be honest and not be super harsh and not go for the low hanging fruit. Yeah, like maybe you say the thing about like the witch trials and you're like, okay, like Sorry, it's just sort of I, I mean like maybe you tell your friend about the fakeness of it. Like, well, I think we can agree that she was wrong about that based on historical evidence. So maybe she was right about your grandfather. I don't know. It still could be worth it to look into maybe a different medium for your yeah. next reading. Yeah. And see if it goes the same. That's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I think I would try to do that. Yeah. Overall, she was voted not the asshole. Yeah. The top comment, though, this didn't get that much engagement. So the top comment isn't like super popular, but it was from personal experience with this and my family is to let them learn the hard way. It's her money and and she can spend it as she chooses. Yeah. Which I agree. Other people were saying a true friend does not let a friend get scammed. True. Yeah. People often go into debt over readings from mediums. And I think what you did prevented your friend from being taken advantage of. And it might take her a while, but I think she'll see it too. Wow. I didn't know the thing about debt, but I could definitely see how people are like grasping at hope. Yeah. Which is really sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think she did the right thing. Because whether mediums are real or not, it seems like this one wasn't. Right. Yeah. Eek, that's hard. I know. But I... Yeah, like the person said, you ultimately did the right thing, I think, in the long run. Yeah. Saving, I think so, too. Saving her from spiraling, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Quick thought about the Salem witch trials. I do not like <laughs> or subscribe to the, like, ooh, 
Haunted Witches Spooky Season. No, this was the mass murder of innocent women. Mm-hmm. Witches are not real. This is innocent women that a town has decided they are going to murder. That's the only spooky season trope I will not subscribe to. Yeah. I love the idea of witches and like <laughs> dressing up as witches. I just don't like relating the like spooky season fun witch shit yeah. to the Salem witch trials. Yeah. I think they're completely different things in my opinion. So I would love to dress up as a witch in the future. Maybe I'll dress up on a coming episode. <gasps> Who knows? Ooh, perhaps. Maybe we just dress up as witches right now and film another one i don't know oh my god we totally good we kind of are on one i know we the night episodes really get us i know thank you so much for listening to our podcast thank you i so hope much. you liked it i'm gonna do the outro with the sunglasses on Ooh, okay hit my my one more time hey yeah one of my favorite nikki lines is his ex bitch went up against me, but she didn't survive. Yes. But you know what? Is that like kind of hating on women? I mean, if you di- dissected all of Nikki's lyrics, I'm sure you'd find some <laughs> nefarious ones, okay? You know Let's what? Maybe just I agree to his ex bitch. <laughs> Shit. Let's agree to be a little just. <laughs> Depending on who his ex bitch is, you know what? On. I might support her. So maybe yeah. that's not my favorite line. <laughs> Wait, can I I'll, think of mine? Oh, yes. I was going to change mine, but you can go first. Bitches ain't shit and they ain't saying nothing. I like thong bikini up my ass. I think I'll go for a dive. <laughs> Sorry, that's not my favorite, but I think it's funny. I love her. She's iconic. I have to think about it. Um, How about Brittany? What's your fave? Is that what you're thinking of? No, I was I was thinking about Nikki because there's so many good ones. Oh my Rap God, lyrics so- are so good. Like, so intricate. Like, who? Oh. It's just like an yes. art, you know? And Nikki really popped off from her verse in Monster. Yeah. And she's just a... That slays. That slays. In terms of Brittany, you guys... Um, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I love the song Lucky by Britney Spears. It's basically about a girl who's famous and she gets everything she wants and everyone calls her lucky. She's so lucky. She's a star. Yeah. But she cries at night. Mm. And if she's so lucky, why does she cry every night? Mm. Also, Oops, I Did It Again and Baby One More Time are... Piece of Me. Oh, love that I don't song. know that song. From Breakout. I do know. Oh my god! I'm knowing know. things. Sorry, okay, I, I cut you off. List. No, it's okay. I was just rambling. Just had to say that. I was just rambling. I've gotten do comments that's like, you guys talk me? too much, and like, it's a podcast, well, podcast sweetie. So I actually, need to talk more. <laughs> Go listen I need to, to music talk more, and I will talk more. Go listen to your daily mix one. <laughs> Go listen to Nicki Minaj and Taylor Swift and Britney Spears. <laughs> Support girls. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go adjust my wig. Call me Sebastian Hastings. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye! Bye.